Hello, my name's Christiana, and welcome to the Oceanside Community Church Podcast. We're a church in Parksville on Vancouver Island with a vision to be fully devoted children of God, fully mature in Jesus Christ, and fully alive with the Holy Spirit. We welcome you to join us weekly on this journey. For more information about our church, visit our website at oceansidecommunitychurch.ca or download our mobile app. We pray that you'll be blessed and equipped by today's teaching. Well, as we get set up here, we are going to read through God's Word together in Hebrews chapter 11. We have gone on quite a journey so far this summer, and we are now officially out of the book of Genesis and into the book of Exodus. And the author, as we'll see in the last few weeks of this series, the last few sentences of his chapter, you know how children, when they like... Maybe you still do this. I sometimes still do this. Children, they'll write letters, and they'll start with big letters, and then they run out of space at the end of their page, so their letters get smaller, and they try to squiggle in as much as they can. Yeah, Karen, you too. I still do it as well. And it feels like the author in chapter 11 was like that. He started off with writing about so much, and then in the last few sentences, he like packs everything in between like Exodus all the way to Joshua and all of these other people and ends with, I don't even have time for all of this. So I feel it's kind of like that. So anyways, we're into Hebrews chapter 11, uh, verses 23 to 27, and it says this. By faith, Moses, when he was born, was hidden for three months by his parents because they saw that the child was beautiful and they were not afraid of the king's edict. By faith, Moses, when he was grown up, refused to be called the son of Pharaoh's daughter, choosing rather to be mistreated with the people of God than to enjoy the fleeting pleasures of sin. He considered the reproach of Christ greater wealth than the treasures of Egypt, for he was looking to the reward. By faith, he left Egypt. Not being afraid of the anger of the king, but he ensured, but excuse me, for he endured as seeing him who is invisible. This is the reading of the word of the Lord. We are on to the story of Moses, but before we actually get to the person of Moses, the author here of Hebrews does something that I appreciate very much. And if you're a parent in this room, I hope you appreciate this moment as well. Because it talks about, by faith, Moses. And every other scenario that the author has described goes into the story of the person named. By faith, Abel. By faith, Noah. By faith, Abraham. By faith, Sarah. And goes into the story. Here, it says, by faith, Moses, when he was born, was hidden for three months. So he's not talking about the faith of Moses just yet. He's talking about the faith of Moses' parents. Because he's three months old at this time. (laughs) So the little infant baby Moses, yes, is developing in faith, but it isn't by that faith of the three-month-old. First and foremost, the author says, we got to talk about the faith of Moses' parents. So starting off with the faith of Moses' parents, and some of the... um, Some of your texts, depending on what translation you use, it will say, by faith, Moses' parents. So Moses' parents, what they did is they hid Moses for three months. So the story in Exodus 2 is this. Israelites are in Egypt. It's a terrible time for the Israelites. They are enslaved in Egypt. And 
the Israelites were expanding and growing and the Lord's blessing and favor was upon them and the parents were having children and their size was just growing and increasing like crazy. And so Pharaoh put laws. Uh, he also made them work harder and he put these specific laws that would reduce their numbers or limit their numbers was the plan. The law, the king's edict, was that any male Hebrew-born baby was to be terminated, was to be executed, was to be sentenced to death so we could eliminate the procreation and the growth of the Israelite nation. This law is in place. And so Moses' parents, the names Amram and Joshebed, Father Amram, Mother Joshebed, they're from the Israelite tribe Levites, and they had this baby boy in this time where this law is in place, where every baby boy was to be uh, given to the king so it would be terminated and executed. The author says in our text here that for three months hidden by his parents because they saw that the child was beautiful. Now, I think that's a little unfair because I think every child would say that their child is beautiful, right? Every parent of a newborn baby looks at their baby, and it doesn't matter how ugly that baby may be, they will say, you are beautiful. I love you. I have seen both beautiful and ugly babies. We all have. Mine never hit that category of ugly, right? Never, because it's my own. <laughs> and so, of course, Amram and Joshebed looked at their baby and thought, oh, this baby is beautiful. But there was something special about that baby. Because not just in this passage here, we read in Exodus, not just in this passage here, we read in Hebrews. But also it says in Acts chapter 7, uh, in Stephen's speech before the council, as he goes through the story, he talks about baby Moses. And he says that he was beautiful in God's sight. Beautiful in God's sight. So there's something special about this baby. And so Amram and Joshebed, they did something incredibly, incredibly faithful. So faith is courage is the title of this morning's message. But they lived a life of faith over fear. Faith over fear, Amram and Joshebed lived. In this sentence that was upon their baby boy, they chose not to abide by that, and they're going to do whatever it takes to keep this baby alive because they saw that their baby was beautiful. And not only did they see that their baby was beautiful, it says, for three months they were hidden by his parents, for they were not afraid of the king's edict. They were not afraid. They had faith over fear. And so this baby boy, Moses, three months old, and I think, okay, I've had baby boys, and they cry, and they cry a lot. And my thought of this baby boy, if, if they kept Moses quiet for three months, I have one solution. I think baby Moses would have been the fattest baby of all the Hebrew babies. Because I think Joshebed would have just been continually nursing and feeding her baby boy to make sure that he was quiet every time he squawked, right? Always putting him to bed and right away nursing. Had to be the case. So maybe that's why he was special, because he was just the biggest? I don't know. Just having fun. <laughs> and so Joshebed does something amazing. She steps out in faith and does something no mother would ever want to have to do to their baby boy. The story is, is she goes down to the river and she puts Moses in a basket. 
because Moses is making too much noise, can no longer keep him quiet and hidden. And so she puts Moses in this basket and faith says, Lord, please care for this baby. And so the baby goes down the basket, and it just so happens to be that Pharaoh's daughter is also in the river, and she notices this basket, gets one of her servants to go to fetch the basket, and they do, and they bring it to her, and there's this baby boy inside of it. And Pharaoh's daughter sees it and says, I want to take care of this baby, which would have been against the king's edict as well. The Lord works in such wild ways. Here's such a beautiful part about this story. So Pharaoh's daughter sees this baby boy, wants to care for it, but knows that she cannot, cannot properly, cannot nurse it, cannot properly care for this baby. And so it's a Hebrew boy. So she says to her servants, we need to find somebody, a Hebrew woman, to care for this baby. Oh, I love the women in this story. This is such a beautiful story about strong, confident, faithful women. Just so happens (laughs) that Moses' sister It's kind of watching the whole thing go on here, right, if you know the story. Moses' sister is observing, watching, hears that Pharaoh's daughter says, we need to find a Hebrew woman to care for this baby. She steps in and says, hey, I know a Hebrew woman that could care for this baby. Okay, great. Would you retrieve her? And so she does, and she gets her own mother, Moses' own mother. She receives Joshebed to come and care for baby Moses, unbeknownst to Pharaoh's daughter. And so Joshebed, in this act of faith, just like Abraham, in this act of faith of giving up her child, God saves the life of this child and gives back to the parents the faith in which they rendered to the Lord. Because Joshebed was not afraid of the king's edict. She acted in faith over fear. You ever been afraid before? And and those moments where all of a sudden fear just like riddles you and you kind of just stand still, right? And you freeze in that moment. I've been in those moments a couple times. Joshebed acted in such faith over fear. Wasn't riddled with fear and, and struck still. No, she acted with great faith. So faith over fear. We also see in the life of Moses that he had a strong identity, a strong identity. In our passage, it says, by faith, Moses, when he was growing up, refused to be called the son of Pharaoh's daughter. So we see now this faith that's developing in the life of Moses. It began with his parents, and we're seeing it now as he's an adult into the life of Moses. So he grew up in this culture, in this society, in the luxury of Egypt. But Moses knew who he was, and he knew who he was not. And I love this about the story of Moses. You know those times where you just, you want to be something, but you're just not that? Have you ever had those experiences where where you just try, and you try, and you try, and you wish you were good at something, and you wish that was you, but you just continually don't succeed in that area? For me, it would be golf. Like, I really like golf. I have fun golfing. And I would love to be a great golfer. I am not. (laughs) I play golf. I'm not a golfer. I think about it, too. A couple years ago uh, at the school that I work at in Abbotsford, uh, a lot of the students like to play sports. And there was a football game 
Uh, and I thought, I can still hang with these young guns. And so I stepped out on the field. <laughs> and I thought, okay, we're going to play. And, of course, young adults, they play tackle football. They don't do flag football. They play tackle football. And I'm getting in there, and I'm getting hit, and I'm hitting them, and we're having a great time. And not only did I get injured, but I went to go tackle one of the students, and, and I was playing defense. He was coming towards me. <laughs> and I just tried to wrap him up, and he bowled me right over, and I tore my ACL. <laughs> And <laughs> that moment, I didn't know who I was <laughs> at all, because I was not a young adult who can play football with a bunch of other young adults. There's something about when you know who you are and when you know who you are not. That, that feeling where you wish you would be something and you're not, that is difficult. But how freeing is it, that feeling, when you can say, you know what, that's just not me. And I don't need that. And there's this sense of freedom, this sense of strength that we receive when we know our identity, when we know who we are and who we are not. And it says in this passage, Moses choosing rather to be mistreated with the people of God than to enjoy the fleeting pleasures of sin. He considered the reproach of Christ greater wealth than the treasures of Egypt. Isn't that beautiful? The reproach of Christ, of greater wealth than the treasures of Egypt. And Moses wasn't just giving up, like, simplicity and comfortability. Like, we have comfortability. We have simplicity in our life, right? We ask the question, what are we having for lunch? Where are we going for lunch? Not, are we having lunch? Like, like we have that comfortability and simplicity in life. Moses wasn't just giving that up. Moses was giving up luxury. He lived with Pharaoh's daughter. He lived in a palace. He lived with power. He wasn't just giving up a reputation. No, he was giving up more than that. He was actually submitting himself to a terrible reputation of slavery with the Hebrews, with the Israelites. They were oppressed. So Moses is giving up luxury and accepting oppression. Moses knew who he was, and he knew who he was not. He was giving up his self. He was giving up an earthly identity. Moses was giving up his own way for an everlasting way. Jesus says in Matthew 16, if any of you wants to be my followers, you must give up your own way. Take up the cross and follow me. Parents, I believe one of the greatest things that we can give our children, just like Joshebed did to her son, is that they would value the things of eternity over the things of the earth. To value the things of heaven over the things of the earth. To consider the reproach of Christ, of greater wealth, of greater treasure than the things of this earth. Moses had a strong identity. This faith over fear that Amram and Joshebed had gave to Moses, gave him a strong identity. And also what was passed on to him was this legacy of courage. It was by faith that Moses left the land of Egypt. Here it says in Hebrews, not fearing 
the king's anger. Do you see that legacy passed down? She was not afraid of the king's edict. Here, Moses, not fearing the king's anger. He kept right on going because he kept his eyes on the one who is invisible. Isn't that beautiful? This legacy of courage, this legacy of faith passed down from Amram and Joshebed to their son, Moses. But it didn't start out that way, right? If you know the story, it did not start out that way. Moses did not leave Egypt for the first time full of faith. He left full of fear the first time. The first time Moses left Egypt, he had an unfortunate situation. He saw an argument taking place, a bit of a wrestling match, an Egyptian taking over one of the Israelites, and so he actually killed the Egyptian. Thought nobody knew. And then two Israelites were quarreling amongst one another, and he told them to stop. And they said, oh, are you going to kill us like you killed the Egyptian? (gasps) I'm found out. My reputation is found out. Oh, no. So Moses flees in fear the first time. Flees, goes off to Midian. There's the burning bush scenario and situation, and again in fear. (gasps) Lord, as the Lord calls him, calls him, makes promises with him assures him, blesses him. So he began with fear, but oh, did he ever finish with faith. He had courage, because eventually Moses did lead the Israelites out of Egypt. Let my people go! Standing in front of Pharaoh with courage, as the glory of God comes over again and again again through the plagues, this legacy of courage passed, excuse me, from parents to children. I'm going to invite the band to come on back up. And we see in the leadership of Moses that God calls him to lead the great exodus out of Egypt and into the desert and eventually to the promised land. Moses does so with courage. And you might be thinking, well, yes, Moses was there, but it wasn't Moses who actually said the words, let my people go. Does anybody know who actually said those words, let my people go? Because Moses was afraid that he had a speech impediment. He was too afraid to actually say those words. So he needed somebody to come alongside him and speak. Does anybody know who that was? Aaron. Do you know who Aaron is? His brother. So that legacy of faith, that legacy of courage of Joshua and Amram passed down on to their boys, who in great faith and great courage led Israel out of Egypt. Parents, today, our faith, we can pass down on. We talked about this last week. Pass down on from generation to generation. Our faith of courage, we can pass down on to our children. What a hope we have. What a promise we have. And I want to finish with this. Moses never entered the promised land. Bit of a sour end to a wild, beautiful story. Moses never got to end in the promised land. But who is the one who followed Moses' leadership and took the people into the promised land. Joshua, 
Joshua took that mantle of leadership. What is Joshua known for? Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid. For the Lord your God will be with you wherever you go. Can we stand together? I believe an act of faith, an act of courage can play out not just in our lives, but in generations to come, into our children's lives, into our children's children's lives. And I believe the act of faith that this church has, and not just creating opportunities and environments and spaces for children to be at and to be welcomed at, but the faith that we live out every day, making decisions in faith, not in fear giving our children identities that are strong and secure, rooted in who we are in the creation through our Lord, and giving a legacy of courage to them to live out their faith in a world that is difficult and needs courageous leaders. Thank you for listening to our podcast. Be sure to connect with us on Facebook, Instagram, or YouTube, or download our mobile app for more content. If you're in the area, we hope to see you soon. Until next time, may the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ richly bless you as you live by His Spirit.